Hello and welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and today I'm driving back from dropping my partner at work. It's a trip I've done before on the podcast. I actually tried to record today's podcast yesterday, however the camera that I record kind of the visuals for YouTube on decided that it was way too hot in here and shut down partway through for overheating. It was pretty warm in here when I try and record these podcasts I try and have as little windows open as possible and with my heater now permanently on to try and make sure that the engine never overheats it can get pretty warm in here so I was probably pretty close to overheating in here myself. It's a lot cooler this morning though so hopefully this goes a lot better. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is related to today's topic of women in automotive and it's the way that a lot of women drivers of classic cars are treated by uh, kind of some men within the profession. I've been really fortunate that I've not had many issues or really any to be honest uh, but I've seen a kind of a few memes going around especially recently of uh, the way that some people are kind of treated when they take their cars to the garage or when they're showing their car at a show. Now, as I uh, said, today's podcast is going to be looking at women in automotive, both kind of historically and looking at some of the big figures from history for me personally that I have found a real big inspiration and also talking about a few women that I follow kind of on Instagram or have met in real life that are um, really interesting and uh, have been an inspiration for me as well. We're going to start today's podcast looking at um, some historical women and really there's no better place to start than Dorothy Levet. Dorothy Levet is quite frequently noted as being uh, the first female race car driver. She was really a, a hugely important individual in terms of paving the way for women in automotive. She did exceptionally well in her races in the early 1900s and as a result of this fame and uh, intrigue with her lifestyle she was able to do a load of written articles for newspapers and magazines of the time to tell and encourage women to take part in automotive themselves. On top of that she also taught Queen Alexandra and her daughters at the time to drive cars giving them driving lessons to help them be a bit more independent and be able to drive themselves around and enjoy uh, driving cars. And her articles that she had written because of this fame and infamy then went on to become uh, a 
book that was kind of compiled together and within that book she gave lots of hints and tips to women in terms of how to feel more comfortable and confident in driving their cars and one of those was to use a little pocket mirror to check what was happening behind them really important at the time for kind of getting an idea of where pedestrians were as well because there wasn't that big divide between cars and pedestrians and that suggestion essentially was the first kind of noted written piece that suggested using what was essentially a rear view mirror so Dorothy Levette not only being an amazing kind of first woman in the area but really paving the way in terms of innovation and making sure that we are driving safely. She wasn't someone that I'd actually heard about before researching somebody else for this podcast. I was trying to get some details about somebody that I had heard lots and lots of times before and she was in the same article and I found it so interesting that I actually went ahead and bought her book so I'm really looking forward to having a look through that and learning some more about this really interesting woman. She unfortunately by the looks of it kind of disappeared in the 1920s um, and was found dead later and there's kind of a little bit of mystery about what happened after her kind of peak fame but regardless what she achieved in her time in the spotlight for women in automotive is definitely not to be overlooked. The individual that I was actually researching when I stumbled across Dorothy Levette is Kitty Brunel. Kitty Brunel was an individual I already knew about because people had mentioned her quite a few times to me. She was mentioned because at the time she had owned a Singer Junior in the 1930s and growing up around singers it was a name that was kind of mentioned quite a few times when you were a girl who was interested in cars. Uh, Are you going to be the next Kitty Brunel kind of thing? But her name was sometimes taken as a bit of a joke among some men within the clubs. There's a lot of photos of Kitty posing with her cars, apparently, uh, fixing them. The joke kind of thrown her way was that she wasn't really fixing them, that she had a huge group of men that were probably working on these cars. But when I did a little bit of digging, it seems that that's probably quite unlikely. Yes, the photos were probably posed, her dad was a photographer and he wanted to get as many photos of Kitty Brunel out there to help with her, her fame and interest in, in the automotive scene. But she had actually started life as a mechanic in rallies before deciding that she herself wanted to be a rally driver and therefore had quite a lot of knowledge and kind of expertise with the running of her cars. She also tuned and uh, tested her cars for rallies at Brooklyn's race ground which is one of my favourite personal kind of race circuits. I really love the embankment and, and the interesting features that it has. And so she was the one testing and tuning her own cars there 
so while those photos were posed it's kind of evidence of her interest in the mechanical side of the cars as well which is something that it can be really difficult to feel enthused to get involved in nowadays as a female classic car driver but it's so essential to making sure that your car is running uh, as well as possible uh, something I've had to kind of do this week uh, is work with my dad on changing the dynamo over to the alternator after last week's troubles at the show and uh, a few other bits and pieces and while I don't know how to do these things myself I'm really keen to work alongside my dad when he's looking at these things so that I know how they work in the future and seeing pictures like Kitty Brunel working on her cars is definitely something that is an inspiration for wanting to be involved in that. Moving now towards the 1960s, Rosemary Smith was another name that was thrown about in the Roots Group circles due to her fame driving Hillman Imps in rallies during the 60s. Her career was kind of cut a little bit short because of some controversy around her race, but her role in automotive didn't stop there. She, in the 1990s, opened a driving school focused on making sure that people were driving safely and carefully. And that was also aimed at making sure that female drivers felt comfortable when going to learn to drive. So working really hard to make sure that girls and women feel safe within automotive circles right through to the 1990s in that regard. On top of that, in 2017 she was asked to test drive Renault's F1 car, uh, making her the oldest person to ever have driven a 800 brake horsepower car which is just so interesting and fascinating, but also really inspirational for somebody uh, even older to get involved in these cars. So definitely not an individual to be overlooked if you're looking for some inspiration to get more involved with your car. A similar era individual, another rally driver, seems to be something I'm particularly drawn to but also tends to be an area that I think women could get into more easily, particularly in the 60s, is Pat Moss. Pat Moss was a BMC Works rally driver. Again, kind of started off as a navigator in that passenger seat rather than in the driving seat, but had later very quickly switched over and realized that where she wanted to be was the driving seat. The highlight really of her reaching uh, the, the top of her game was become, coming fourth in the RAC rally in her 1958 Morris Minor, which obviously being a Morris Minor driver myself now is particularly inspiring. But she also did hugely well in the European and international uh, scene, getting quite a few uh, high-ranking positions in those races as well. I can't mention female rally drivers without mentioning uh, Sabine Schmitz, Queen of the Nürburgring, the 
fastest taxi driver in the world, as she referred to herself, but really just an incredibly fascinating woman who did so much in recent times for getting the idea of women being in automotive into mainstream. For a really long time, she had obviously been uh, the race driver, but from then on went to become a commentator and featured on Top Gear before later becoming a Top Gear presenter herself, really doing so much for challenging perhaps some older men's views or maybe even younger men's views uh, that women don't know that much about their cars. She did so much for offering a very different uh, viewpoint to that and really challenging it. So we can't possibly do an episode mentioning all these fantastic women without mentioning her. individual for me to mention would be Steph from iDriver Classic. If you're not familiar with her, genuinely no idea where you've been and also you've not listened to my previous podcasts, but she is such an inspiration in terms of creating female-led automotive content on things such as YouTube and on Instagram, which have been a real inspiration, one of the first kind of places that I found and followed. Her reviews helped me to kind of inform my decisions about what sort of cars I would be interested in on her YouTube channel. And her kind of con- 
some of the difficulties that us as women classic car owners can face has been really uh, frank and open and has started to kind of challenge some of the difficulties that we might face. Another individual who is in probably quite a similar position to uh, Beth is Georgina Wooten. She is kind of the co-founder and runner of the Young Retro Motor Club with her partner. Her love of Fiat Pandas in the classic sense is something to be admired. They're not having myself talked kind of negatively about the more modern Fiat Panda that my partner owns. Uh, on top of that, she's organised so many good events for the club that I've seen advertised. I haven't been able to attend them, but I've seen so many people talk hugely positively about those, and it's a real credit to her, and I hope to be able to meet her uh, soon at one of these events. Another huge inspiration to me recently has been Scarlett DeVay. I actually followed Scarlett before even I was looking at cars because of my love of vintage fashion. She's an absolute style icon, but also her recent journey with her A40 Somerset transformation has been something that has been really interesting to follow and enjoy. And what the car that she's come out with at the end is just so gorgeous and deserves all the fantastic attention that it's been getting. And for her to kind of play such an integral role in the design and working through making her, her dream car a reality is something that I think we can all aspire to, uh, regardless of, of gender and background. Another individual who I followed initially for uh, her fashion sense is Neve Smith. She's a model for Freddy's of Pinewood and so that's how I came across her initially. But I've really enjoyed seeing her cars starting to take an even more prominent role on her Instagram, especially since her and her partner have recently bought this really fascinating uh, car that they're using more regularly uh, to go alongside their, their race cars. I really loved the car and then got especially excited when I saw the kind of work that they were doing on it and also Steph's review of the car at iDriver Classic. It's such a unique and fun car and to see her kind of enjoying it and getting involved with it is again such a, a lovely thing to see on your Instagram feed as you're scrolling through. Another early car related follow for me was uh, Becca McIlroy. She goes by the girl with the old car on Instagram and her story of her using Lionel, her Trafalgar Blue, Morris Minor, much like Peggy, as her everyday car and travelling over from Ireland to university in the UK with Lionel is really something to be hugely admired. The amount of work that she seems to do on the car herself and her very honest portrayal of classic car ownership on Instagram, along with all her other beautiful photography posts, is again something that's gonna really brighten your Instagram feed, and I hope to be able to meet her one day when maybe she comes back over to uh, England and uh, brings Lionel to one of the MMOC shows again. I'm really gutted to have missed the period where she was more UK-based in her, her attendance of shows and things like that.
since starting my uh, own Instagram for the podcast, I've started looking out for a few more female-headed uh, Instagram accounts to do with cars. And I came across the Driven Collective, which are set out to try and help and encourage women who want to get involved in automotives. And it's a really useful and informative Instagram to follow. Helps you find out about shows and things as well, which I've used it for. And it also helps you find some more Instagram accounts that are female-centered to uh, inspire and improve your Instagram feed. One of those personally for me has been uh, Charlotte Bowden. Her MGA, uh, that is originally her granddad's and she travels around with, uses so frequently and uses for road trips. I love her Instagram stories about uh, her going kind of glamping and road tripping in the MGA and also her kind of honest talk about how it's been kind of difficult to start to do bits and pieces on the car herself and how she wished she'd had kind of more time to learn about the car from her grandfather has been a really interesting thing to see and I'm looking forward to seeing hopefully kind of some more road trips from her over this summer. Also involved with the Driven Collective is Harriet who is Blue the Beetle on Instagram. I love the colour of her detail, the styling and how she is also documenting the way that she is starting to become more mechanically minded and involved with the maintenance of Blue. She produces some beautiful shots of herself and Blue driving around the Isle of Wight and is someone that I would love to meet at some point, uh, especially given her confidence in taking such beautiful shots in Oxford of Baloo when they came over earlier this year, which is something I hope to be able to do with Peggy uh, when we drive through Oxford on the way to our holiday later this month. I've got two more Beetle driving girls to mention. Uh, firstly is Georgina who drives Bonnie the Beetle, another member of the Young Retro Motor Club, a beautiful blue uh, Beetle seem to really love blue cars. Her Instagram feed is gorgeous and again some pure honesty and uh, kind of content about the realities of owning uh, a classic car that she had once used as a more daily driver but has now started to kind of retire into uh, being a show car uh, and using another car more regularly. Finally, I'd like to mention Abs June. I don't really know your real name other than Abs, but you've got a beautiful black beetle. Uh, we spoke a few times on uh, Instagram, and I love the story of your car and how you're getting kind of work done with it. I love the pinstriping of your beautiful black beetle and uh, your Instagram feed. Again, gorgeous photos of your car that I aspire to be able to create myself. fill 
your Instagram feed with some lovely uh, images and inspiration for any other female drivers out there. It's so good to be able to do an episode like this and have so many women that are worth mentioning because you're all fantastic and it's such a lovely supportive network out there that will help you kind of if there's any issues you have and help kind of build each other up in uh, kind of getting support and interest in our, our little corners of the internet. Thank you ever so much for listening. I'd love to hear if you've got any particular favourite content producers who are women and in automotive in the comments or message me on Instagram and I'm going to do a couple of kind of shares and mentions uh, following the release of this podcast on my Instagram stories of both the people that I've mentioned today and uh, anyone else that you think deserves a mention. Thank you so much for 50 subscribers on my YouTube channel and thanks to everyone who's also listening on Spotify and RSS. It's lovely to see that seven over seven episodes in we're really starting to get a nice little corner of the internet here to enjoy driving safely and uh, happy motoring.